Hello and welcome to Team Franco Bodybuilding Podcast. Thank you for joining me. And today we're going over some of those nuggets that I talked about where I really felt made a bigger difference in my last contest prep compared to previous years. It is a top five. I'm not going to go in order of importance, but rather go in order when they happened. So from number five down to number one is really during the timeline of my contest prep when I realized how important they are and when I made the changes. So going into this past year, I thought about competing again. I just wanted to for a few reasons. Um, one, being over 50, wanted to do that, thought that would be cool. Two, to learn again, put myself in my client's shoes, and just to see if I could still do it. You know, lead by in a, an example. You know, I mean, I'll be transparent. Not a lot of coaches still compete. Some do, some don't. I figure, why not? Let's see what I can do and what I could look like. But going into this year and really the last few years, I've had these terrible hip glute muscle issues. Uh, some days I couldn't walk. Some days I'd get out of bed. I was in pain. And I was stubborn where I was still trying to squat and deadlift where I think that could have been the issue. So I took the initiative and used a physical therapist that was referred to me that my wife used with great success. And then I jumped on board. And that's point number one. Um, I learned how to adjust my training and not to be so stubborn. And I think a lot of us fall into this trap and can actually hold us back where you think that you have to do certain exercises all the time instead of doing ones that work best for you. Now, yes, I still think squatting and deadlift are great exercises. Beginners should do them. They have plenty of benefits for growing muscle, strength, overall confidence, and all the great stuff. And I still believe in it. But I couldn't do it anymore, to be totally honest. I tried and tried, and some days I would feel good, and I would push, and then I would take two steps back. So the point number one is that I learned how to adjust my training by going to a professional. And we had honest conversations, and I had to swallow my pride. And long story short, I learned to change my training around under his guidance and made it less painful and actually, at the end, I wasn't having that much pain at all through the certain movements and exercises he taught me. But more importantly, I was not squatting or deadlifting anymore. I found alternatives. And it worked out great. And the alternatives were hack squat as the main lower body exercise. And yes, I could do leg curls and stuff. But certain ones I couldn't do. Um... Nordic leg curls became the main one for the hamstrings, along with single leg um, uh, RDLs, where I still do. So really, point number one is, if you're having trouble with an exercise, you need to adjust it. Now, that may not be as tied into contest prep, but I give a lot of credit where credit is due with this physical therapist, and also me finally giving in, 
because to me that was a big win because when I first started physical therapy, I was like thinking I can compete, but you know what? Can I really if I'm in this much pain? So I learned. Um, I took some data, swallowed my pride, saw someone, and ended up doing just fine. So I think that is something that you need to do is that you got to understand that paths can change. To continue to go in the same direction, to evolve, to get better, to reach a goal, you need to change paths, and sometimes it comes down to exercises. And that was basically in the spring. So that, that's the timeline, you know, early spring. The next one, I'm not going to go into too great of a detail because I actually did two podcasts on the subject, and, actually, and that is counting steps. I think that was something that I really learned a lot. Body movement is super important to reach a goal and neat activity, you know, basically doing light cardio without even thinking about doing it, just moving your body. And again, I'm not going to go into full detail because if you page back, I did two really detailed podcasts talking about the subject of steps, but that's a factor to me that was top five easily that ended up making a big difference in my contest prep for losing body fat. Third one, sleep. Um, that is the big supplement that I think a lot of people are missing out on. And for whatever the reason being why people don't sleep, sometimes needs to be addressed. If it's learning to deal with anxiety or stress, finding a sleep schedule, slowing your body down so you can relax at night, where sleep is also important, not only for burning body fat and feeling good and recovery and building muscle, it just makes you feel better, you know, the next day. If you have a, if you string a few days of lousy sleep together, it's going to catch up to you. Your training's going to suck, and that could be the missing link on why your body's not progressing. Now, I'm not telling you to go out and try a whole bunch of sleep aids. Maybe to get over a hump, you can try something like melatonin, you know, a magnesium complex, but it really comes down to what you feed your mind is what you're going to carry over when you go to bed. So it's learning how to relax, focusing, staying in the moment, not sweating the small stuff. And yes, that can take weeks and many, and sometimes months to really accomplish. But sleep this past time for me was much, much better, and it was surprising. I, uh, maybe I was just more relaxed during my prep. Who knows? I can't really put my finger on it, but... I think that was definitely a top factor that made a big difference on how I felt and how I performed when it came to being deeper into prep. The fourth one is not sweating the small stuff. Um, well, let me recap that. Let me restate. Is that I didn't stop living. Uh, I may have touched upon before, you know, I did a lot more traveling this year for helping out at shows, my wife tanning shows, going with her, and I, I avoided avoiding things where I, st I continued to live. I still went out to dinner for family occasions, I still celebrated things, um, I still traveled, I dealt with the challenges of not being home when it comes to training and eating. And all that stuff, and I really think that gives you more of a balance and flexibility where I learned that it's not going to slow down my prep. 
that you just got to continue living. You can't change your lifestyle as far as outside of working out in the way that you eat. You can do that anywhere, guys. And once you can accomplish that, I believe that you'll have less stress, less anxiety. And maybe that's why I was sleeping better. I think it all ties together is that you need to learn to adjust, change the paths to keep on going. And that includes that you got to keep on living. You can't change that. You can't lock yourself in a room. I mean, people do that. You can. But it's not going to teach you anything. Because every time you want to reach a goal or do a contest prep, you can't seclude yourself from the outside world. Um, and that leads me to the last point, the last factor. Um, I had more fun. And maybe again, I it's, it starts with the first one where... I learned how to adjust, made the training better. I wasn't stressed out over my training, so I had more fun with the training. I was still focusing on gains throughout my prep. The steps, yeah, I wasn't doing like hours of cardio in a row, so I wasn't knocking myself out. That maybe helped all my sleep patterns where I slept pretty darn good, recovered good, and by not you know, stopping my living by doing things, I had more fun during the prep. I learned a lot. And that went to my initial goal of wanting to do this. I've, I basically have all this data that I'm going to be passing on to those who currently work with me, will work with me in the future. So therefore, I can help them to make the most productive and practical prep so they can sustain it and reach their goals. And fun being that, yeah, I had a good time. I was noticing my changes that much more. I got excited when I saw more veins pop out, you know, good pumps in the gym. I had a lot of fun during the weekend of the show, where as soon as I got there, I was relaxed. I enjoyed the time of, you know, spending the weekend with my daughter, hanging out at the hotel, taking walks around the hotel, doing mini pump ups. And then when the stage hit, I had a blast, which was like something that I normally don't have because I take it too serious or at least I used to in my younger years but this time I had a really good time and I think all those factors really played a role into having a more productive prep so if you're thinking about competing use this as a guideline you know things and you can check off or maybe you have competed before you know strive for some of these things I'm not saying that you can nail them all or maybe you can but we're all different, uh, which I, I respect. But if you can have a good time and bring it all together, you're going to want to do this again. And obviously, after I competed, or maybe I could say when I was during my prep, if you were to ask me, am I going to do this again? I was like, yeah, maybe. You know, I reached my goal. We'll see what happens. But after being on stage, I was like, shit. You know, I'm not going to wait another four years or seven years to do this again. I want to compete again. You know, I'm not going to compete next year because there are things I actually want to try to improve. So 2025 is when I'm going to step out on stage again. I, 99% sure, unless something happens to me, knock on wood, I'm going to be stepping on stage because I'm already focused because I had a good prep. It's not because I'm trying to make up for something that I lost, but it's something that I want to try to improve, something better. And I credit that because of the factors that I learned that made the prep a successful one.
So going into the year of whenever you may be listening to this, take some of these things, think about it, try to improve, make it a good time. And I guarantee, you know, the prep is going to be everything cracked up to be and you're going to understand why some people are addicted to it. So I'm going to leave off with that and just wanted to cover some of the nuggets that, you know, I discussed and teased about that I think really can make a difference in your contest prep. Um, whether you're a first timer or you need to revisit some of these things. So I'm going to sign off and I'll talk to you next time.